Welcome to the Silent Grind Performance Podcast, a show that breaks down the science behind sports training and skills development. I'm Aaron O'Neill and I'm a sports performance coach and skills trainer and my goal is to transform how athletes train for sport. So if that's your goal too, you're in the right place. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Silent Grind Performance Podcast. I hope you enjoy our new intro. And you might have noticed that the name has changed. We're no longer the Silent Grind Podcast. We're now the Silent Grind Performance Podcast. So, what are we talking about today? Well, the GAA season is about a month away. And it's time to start preparing ourselves for the demands of the upcoming season. So today I want to talk about pre-season training for Gaelic football. And I want to talk about all the different things and areas you need to work on and include in your pre-season program to set yourself up for a successful season. So we're going to cover everything from strength training to conditioning to skill work and how to make it all fit in to the bigger picture of your overall season development. So with that said, what is the actual purpose of pre-season training? Well, the hint is in the name. It's the training block right before the season to prepare you for the demands of the upcoming season. So if we think of our overall season as a pyramid, Initially, we want to develop a really wide base to be able to cope with the general demands of playing our sport, which will allow us then as we move through the season to build more specific qualities as we peak for the business end of the season. So in our pre-season training, we want to work on things like developing a strong aerobic base. We want to decrease our injury risk, develop strength and muscle mass, and improve our overall skill level. So in Gaelic football, Pre-season is about normally four to six weeks long, so this gives us a really good opportunity to really focus on improving two or three aspects of our performance before the season starts. So the best place to start when it comes to planning out what we want to work on in our pre-season training is to look at what the demands of actually playing Gaelic football are. So when we look at the research, and I link a couple of studies that I went through before this podcast, Gaelic football is a high-intensity, intermittent, multi-directional contact sport. So that's the definition of Gaelic football. So what does that mean? Well, the game of Gaelic football, it's stop and start. It's you know, There's lots of changes of direction. It's not all running to one pace. You know, you have sprints, you have tackles, you have periods where you might not be moving at all or just tracking your defender loosely. Um, like I said, it's a multi-directional game. You're evading defenders, you're stopping, you're starting, you're jumping to wing kickouts, and it's a contact sport. So, you know, there's shoulders, there's tackles, there can be the odd swing or even a kick thrown in there every now and again. So it's a very physically diverse game. There's a lot going on. Players typically cover between 7.5 to 9 kilometers a game. But, like, if you think, you know, logically, a lot of this is covered at low intensities. You know, like, you might have three or four sprints back to back and then you could be you know just jogging for a minute or two tracking your defender or maybe not even moving at all so like i said these high intensity bouts are broken up by more low intensity work and when it comes to our high speed running and sprinting distances we're covering about 750 to 1500 meters a game at high speed of high speed running so this is running that's over about 19 kilometers a game and in terms of our sprinting distance then we're covering 300 to 500 meters of our total distance as sprints so this is anything over roughly 22 or 23 kilometers a game so that's really your max out efforts so what does this mean for programming your own preseason? 
well, we need to develop muscle mass and strength to be able to deal with the physicality of football. We need to develop power for sprinting, for winning the ball and things like agility and speed. We also need to develop a pretty high level of aerobic and anaerobic capacity to be able to deal with the varying demands of the game. Now, this might sound like a, not a lot initially, initially to work on all in this like pretty short window of four to six weeks, but that's why we need to analyze our previous season perform some tests and then you know set our goals and priorities so now that we know what the actual needs and demands of playing gaelic football are the net the next best thing to do the next step is to perform some tests to um, identify your own power strength and fitness levels so why would we want to do this well we want to perform these tests to establish a baseline for ourselves so we can track our own progress and see if our pre-season training has been effective but we also want to use what our our data to compare to other standards in the sport already because if we you know say we perform a fitness test for example and we find that you know aerobically we're a lot unfitter than others in our sport well then we know we really need to improve our fitness on the flip side if our fitness is really good already and it's close to or even above the standard of the sport well then we can maybe focus on something like our strength that could be lacking for example but the only way you know this is by testing so the key areas to test for gaelic football and for the preseason are power strength and fitness okay so we want our tests as well particularly if you're training by yourself and doing your own programming we want our tests or just in general really we want to be to be simple and repeatable and understandable so like i said we want to test power strength and fitness because those are the three things that came up in our needs analysis that are really three important qualities to have as a gaelic footballer so a really simple power test you can do by yourself could be something like a horizontal broad jump right like if you say at the start of the season you jump two meters and by the end of the preseason you can jump two and a half well then you've improved your power when it comes to strength testing we're looking at one repetition max um now because gaelic football is a contact sport we would want to test upper and lower body strength so for the upper body something like a bench press would be a really good um test if you have a partner you can help perform it and typically when we look at the research again elite ga players can lift one to 1.3 times their body weight on the bench press so that's you know it's they're pretty strong to be able to and like i said that's to deal with that contact and physicality of the game when it comes to the lower body then a test that's used more commonly in studies of gaelic football players is a deadlift in, in typically when we think of lower body tests and we think of the squat but a deadlift can be a lot more practical because you don't need a partner, you don't need a spotter when you're, so you can test it yourself. Again, when we look at the research, Gaelic football players, they're typically able to lift about 1.85 times their body weight. So again, they're pretty strong. It's to be able to deal with that physicality of the game. And strength also is a really um, key underpinning factor for development power so there there's two really simple tests you can do yourself when it comes to fitness then 
GA players are typically scoring about a VO2 max score of about 57 to 66. Um, and if in terms of a yo-yo test, they're covering about 1,600 meters a game. So a really simple test then that you can perform yourself for aerobic fitness is something like a Cooper test. So it's a 12-minute run or a 2.4-kilometer run. You're running as fast as you can and then you can calculate a VO2 max out of it. Or if you don't know how to do that or you can't figure it out, again, it's really simple. If you, at the end of the preseason, can run that 2.4 kilometers in a time that's faster than you ran at the start of preseason, well, then you got fitter. So testing is one side of it. And that will help us establish what we need to work on. If our strength is pretty similar to the levels in Gaelic football already, we can maybe focus on our power or fitness if we need to. But another thing we need to do is analyse our previous season. So this will allow us to identify weaknesses in our own game that we need to work on. So for example, you know, say if you're getting pushed off, if you're a forward and you're getting pushed off the ball a lot or you are losing the ball on tackles, well then you might need to gain a little bit of muscle mass and strength to help you to be able to deal with that contact. Or say if you're a back, for example, and you're getting bet to the forward by incoming uh, you know, balls every time, well then you might need to work on your power and your speed or you know that kind of stuff. Or if you're missed a lot of scoring opportunities, well then you know you need to work on your shooting. So analysing your previous season and performances and if you have your games videotaped and you can actually look at them even better but by analyzing your season and identifying what you perceive as your weaknesses and then combining them with what you get from your tests it can really set you up to be able to focus in on what you specifically need to work on in the preseason instead of trying to do everything and really not making games in anything so so once we have our data collected from our tests and we've analysed our season and we've figured out what we need to work on in the preseason, it's time to start putting together our gym programme and our conditioning programme and what we're going to do on the pitch in terms of skill work. So although that's going to be specific to you based on what your tests and your analysis shows up, there are some things you need to work on in your preseason, no matter what your goals or needs are so when it comes to the strength side of things is what we're going to start with what to do in the gym the first thing you need to cover is injury prevention work so in Gaelic football most injuries occur most injuries occur are non-contact and they're soft tissue injuries so there are things like muscle strains and ligament sprains due to sprinting jumping changes in direction and all that kind of stuff So when it comes to preventing injuries, strength is king. And research by Malone on GAA players has showed that stronger athletes are better able to cope with the demands of training and games. So when we think of the Gaelic football season or any GAA season, it tends to come thick and heavy. You know, you could be training two, three times a week, even more, if you're on multiple teams or multiple inter-county squads or whatever and you have a game at least one game every week you know if you're maybe playing across two or three teams you could have two or three games a week um so 
research has shown that stronger athletes are better able to cope with that stress of training and games multiple times a week and if we think logically stronger athletes you know stronger athletes are going to have stronger muscles and ligaments and they're going to be better able to cope with the the stress placed on them so strength is one of the main things we're going to work on developing in our pre-season right it sets the base work for not only preventing injuries but it sets the groundwork for developing muscle mass and developing power later in the season when it comes to preventing injuries as well we want to work on specific areas that tend to get injured in isolation so these like you know common injury sites in gaelic football are the hamstrings the groins the ankles um, the shoulders you know so we want to work on strengthening up these muscle groups and the ligaments and around those joints in isolation to really make sure we're protecting them against getting injured so really for gaelic football we're looking at loading up that posterior chain we're looking at loading up the glutes and the hamstrings the muscles um joints and ligaments that are used a lot when we're sprinting because there's a lot of sprints performed in gaelic football so we want to really make sure that those muscles are strong enough to be able to cope with the high forces and high velocities that come with repeated high intensity sprints throughout the game Another way to prevent injuries is through plyometric training and sprinting. So like I said, most injuries occur from things like jumping and sprinting and changing direction. So working on our mechanics and exposing the body to these high force and high velocity movements through plyometrics can act as a protective mechanism against injury. You know, it's you know like one of the best things to do to prevent an injury is to expose the body to what can injure it and in this case like it's things like jumping and sprinting and changing direction are in in a non-controlled environment during a game that are causing you to become injured so in our training we can include things like sprints we can include things like plyometrics focusing on you know vertical all different directions in a controlled manner in a controlled setting where we control how we jump how we land our mechanics and this thing can act as a protective mechanism against injury because we're teaching our body how to not only move correctly but we're exposing it to the same forces and velocities and movements that cause it to become injured in, in games which allows our muscles and our nervous system to adapt and figure out how to not get injured in the same situations so finally then when it comes to gym work for gaelic football pre-season training we do want to look at developing muscle mass because Gaelic football is a very physical game and you can see it year on year on year it's becoming more physical you know players becoming bigger they're becoming stronger and if you don't keep up with that to some degree well then you're never going to be able to compete at your full ability so we do need to add in some sort of hypertrophy training um, and like I said the focus really isn't on developing power per se in the preseason although we will develop it slightly you know by say building more strength or through our plyometric work um it's kind of something that's developed as a byproduct 
because we're really focusing on building the base remember we're building up strength to be able to protect against injuries to which also then sets the base for us to be able to work on developing power and more explosive power later in the season we're also looking to build out muscle mass to be able to deal with the physicality of the game and building out more muscle mass as well can also provide more muscle you know to develop into strength and then to develop power later in the season so when it comes to our gym work the three main things we're working on is developing strength developing muscle mass and reducing injury prevention work to decrease injury risk so like i said it's about setting the base and the same thing applies to our conditioning work we are trying to build a really wide aerobic base to be able to deal with the general demands of playing the game so we want to be able to cover the whole total distance um, that we cover during the game remember at seven and a half to nine kilometers but we also want to improve our aerobic capacity to be able to cope with the high speed running and the more intense bouts during the game and be able to recover from them so we can repeat them again so if we think of say our aerobic conditioning as a pyramid again so we want to develop a really wide base to be able to have a higher capacity or a higher peak so things like some long slow distance running can help us develop the you know qualities of a healthy aerobic system but we also want to on the flip side work on more high speed running to develop our ability to maximally use oxygen and high speed running also like when we link it back to our protecting against injury high speed running has been shown to also help protect against injuries because you're exposing the body to moving and working at high speeds so just to lay this out a little more practically for you your long slow distance running is things like your say from five to 10k runs that help you to develop the ability to cover the total distance of the game and develop a healthy and functioning aerobic system but your high speed running is things like your mass runs so your maximum aerobic speed runs and these make sure you can perform we can cover the high speed running distances and repeat sprints throughout the game without getting tired um so what the two of these are going to do is really set the groundwork for it to be able to build a strong anaerobic base later in the season now this is where a lot of gaelic football players tend to go wrong is sure like running your five or ten k's it does get you some degree fitter and ready to play the game but what really makes a difference is doing those more high speed that mass running that running where you're really taxing you're really working the aerobic system to its maximum capacity forcing it to adapt to be able to cover more to be for you to be able to run faster while still being in the aerobic system because the anaerobic system is your you know those high intensity sprint efforts they tire you out really quick so we want to be able to perform still move really fast during a game but we want to be able to perform it as much as possible in that aerobic system because 
that's going to allow us to recover and not get tired as fast and save our energy for those more intense sprints so that's why we need to combine our long slow distance work to really build out the, the qualities of a good aerobic system but combine it combine it with more mass running to develop our high speed running ability to be able to use our aerobic system to its fullest capacity and like i said it's all to set the groundwork for building a strong anaerobic fitness capacity later in the season more towards the championship end again remember the wider our aerobic base and our aerobic capacity is the higher our anaerobic peak can be and the higher that peak is the fitter we are the longer we can last in games the faster we can run and you know perform without getting tired and perform to our utmost ability so the final aspect then to work on in your pre-season training is skill work and this is often a forgotten part by Gaelic football players you know they improve their fitness they improve their strength their muscle mass but they don't actually improve their ability to play the game or to you know their understanding of the game and really it limits you then if you don't because improving your skill work allows you show off the full extent of your improvement and your development as a Gaelic football player like at the end of the day Gaelic football is a technical and tactical game there are a lot of players that are really good at playing football and they're not the fittest or are not the, strong, the strongest. They just have the know-how, they have the knowledge and they have the skill. So, you know, in that sense, you can be as fit and as fast as you want. But if you aren't actually good at playing the game, well, odds are you're not going to get played. So, what do we need to work on in terms of our skill work? Well, it's very position specific and specific to your style of play a lot of the time but when we just think about it in more general terms to give you some pointers forwards we're looking at improving our scoring our shooting our ability to get open and get away from defenders to get a shot off or beat them to you know getting through the lines of the defense to get an attack on goal or set up a teammate for backs we're looking at being able to win the ball win kickouts tackling defending so we're looking kind of at the footwork of our shadowing and getting in front of, of defenders and getting our hand in at the ball and that kind of stuff and like i said it can it's reposition specific it can be specific to your style of play and how your team plays so so for example you know like i'm a half back and i'm a lot more of an attacking half back so i work on not only being able to defend but being able to go forward and score as well so it can really depend on how you you what your style of play is and how your team likes to play um and like i said it's often the forgotten part so by incorporating your skill work it allows you you know work on using your say newfound levels of strength or speed or fitness within the game making it a more holistic approach to your overall training and overall development as a player it's also important as well when you're doing your skill work to think about you know how your team plays tactically because there's no point in proving skills that you won't get to use 
in your team style of play or you know if you don't understand how your team plays you could be you, you mightn't be developing the right skills to allow you really show off how good you are within your your team's um philosophy of play so it's really important to work on that tactical and tactical understanding of the game in your preseason. And an easy way to do that is to talk to your coach, talk to your managers and maybe try get them to, you know, guide you in the right direction of what you need to work on as a player and they can also help you understand better how you play as a team and what your role within the team is. So it's really important to communicate with your coaches and managers there to work out what to do in terms of skill work and in terms of your whole, your whole preseason because you might have one idea of what you need to work on but your coach could or manager could see something else um, that you can't see and you know you might kind of go oh yeah that's actually really good I do need to work on that so it's really important to talk and work with your coaches and managers to analyze your own game previous performances and where you want to go and where they would like to see you go as a player to really help you improve as much as you can so finally then just to bring it all together it's really important to think long term in terms of our you know our pre-season training but our overall season development the pre-season is to prepare you for the season it's not to peak you for the season you know the the peaking and being at your fittest your strongest your most powerful comes at the business end of the season it comes in you know the late stages of the championship where it's it's all about winning it's knockout football and it's all to play for so the preseason is all about building that base you can build on throughout the season it's about developing the general qualities to be successful in your position and role you know like just to give you an example of with my own team we had a really good preseason in terms of our fitness and strength work the last season and you know it set the base for us to be able to run really deep into the into the league and championship because we early in the season we had built up the right levels of strength the right levels of aerobic fitness that allowed us to prevent injuries and you know stay available as a group of players but also be fit enough to be able to you know play and outlast outlast teams because you know we we set such a a good fitness base that by the time you know it was getting tight in games other teams were getting tired and we were able to perform better simply because we were fitter you know so it's really important in your preseason to build that base out really wide and you know really strong that you can develop and build upon throughout the season as well like i said as the season progresses you want to start to move into more specific um things of how you develop your fitness and your power and skill it's a catch-22 really you don't know how fit you are or how much you've improved in your skill until you get a couple of games under your belt and then you can see on what you really need to work on for the season but if you develop that base really wide and really strong odds are you're heading in the right direction but once you get a few games under your belt you can see how you're progressing and if you need to spend more time on your fitness or you know your skill or strength or whatever and it's important to keep testing and keep progressing throughout the season 
you know the base you get you set yourself in preseason you have to build upon it's not the be all and end all it's the beginning point it's build you know i can't emphasize it enough it's building that base to improve on throughout the season and the only way to improve it is to keep working on the strength side of things the conditioning and the skill throughout the season so that when the the end of the year comes around that you have developed yourself as much as you can to really perform when you need to in the championship so just to summarize everything that we have spoke about today and a couple of key takeaways for you to develop your own preseason training so the main the top five things to work on then in your own preseason is to develop strength and muscle mass it's to work on preventing injuries it's to work on developing that aerobic base and also that aerobic capacity to really build out that the base of that pyramid to be able to peak as high as you can throughout the season and it's important to remember it's the beginning not the end point you're you're setting the you're building the base that you can then build upon throughout the season so that's it for today's episode on Gaelic football preseason training. If you found this interesting, please share it on social media and let me know your thoughts, what you're doing in your own training, and how you might be applying some of the things you learned in this podcast to your own training. Also, I really appreciate if you rated and reviewed this podcast. We're trying to get the message out to as many athletes as we can and transform how they train for sports so they can become the best athletes they possibly can in 2022. So that's it for today thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next episode please do dm me or go to the link in my bio and go to the train with me tab so that's it for today thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode thanks for listening to today's episode please don't forget to share review and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode make sure to check out my instagram and tiktok where i share loads of free content to help you transform how you train if you're interested in working with me to take your athleticism and skills to the next level, feel free to reach out to me or go to the Train With Me link in my bio or on my website. So, thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.